Good evening and welcome to the first ever episode of Full Send University. I am always, as always, your host, Effin Weiner. And tonight, for the first time ever, we have the new co-host of Full Send University, Morgan Freeman's voice. What up, what up, what up? You told me not to say you, anything. You can't be a little bit, well, until like we pulled the banner away. You can't be a little bit more excited than that? Come on now. Listen, I was trying not to laugh when you started the whole thing because you were like, shh, shh. And I'm like, <laughs> Well, because like if I like if I put the banner up, like it'll auto mute the mics during the video. But with the banner up, you can still hear everybody talking in the background. <laughs> so our intro video is like ten seconds shorter than the old one, so I'm like, shit, like I'm gonna hit that intro video and it's gonna snap and we're just gonna be on screen before we're ready. So, got it. You, I'm I practiced this for like ten minutes before everybody got here, like getting the timing down. So I'm not ever gonna be ready. When it starts, I'm always gonna be like, ah, "What's up?" <laughs> so, a couple of quick announcements um, tonight, real quick. Starting off at the top, um, as all of you know, every Friday is where Red Friday to remember everyone deployed. Um, we are also wearing red tonight for two other reasons. Um, one, why well, I'm wearing this one. For another reason but one the other one is um for the american heart association it's their wear red day today so everyone on the show is wearing red um if you go to my profile on TikTok, the american heart association link to donate to them is right there in the bio if you can donate feel free to go donate um the red hoodie i'm wearing tonight and it's backwards so i'm hitting it wrong is very special um this is one of victor vale's fuck cancer hoodies from his website um, it's an amazingly comfortable hoodie. If you have the money, go buy it because he's an amazing person and his money goes to a good cause. I think he's in the comments right now. Um, what did I think there? Hold on. Which one of us is your bitch? That's what I need to know. <laughs> anyway, um, for those of you that didn't catch the TikTok, um, I'm going to announce it again on the show. Um, two weeks ago, I had said that, uh, Shannon would be taking a temporary step back from the show. Um, I regret to inform everybody that that temporary step back from the show has now become a permanent one. Um, she's got a lot of stuff going on in her personal life that she needs to focus on, and she felt it best to take a step back and focus on that. So again, I want to reiterate the fact that uh, she was an amazing co-host. She brought a lot of energy to the show. She did a lot for the show, and I will forever be grateful for the time she spent on this show. Um, so real quick round of applause virtually from everyone for everything that Shannon did. Morgan is here now as the co-host. She's very excited, even though she's not showing it. Yes, I am. Excited. You're okay. I'm going to revoke that assistant <laughs> dean title like real quick. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> anyway, so we have, yeah, keep it up, mom. Tonight, we have a man who needs no introduction. He calls himself the Freedom Eagle. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, that's my uh, that's my alter ego. The alter ego, dude. I had yeah. to pick that video. I was like, "That's too." That's perfect. And it then, is. It, yeah. I mean, I use it a lot, so I, I need to bring him back. I need to find another reason to make a video with him. Yes, yes. And then I figured the song was perfect. Like I saw the video, I remembered that song, and I'm like, "Nope, it's done. It's done." Listen, I I reposted a video of us just um, on TikTok today, and it was just a black background with fireworks a live countdown ticker to this time and then your name, my name and TikTok removed it without even 
a violation or notification within within 30 minutes. What? I, just, I sent it out. I DM'd it to a lot of people. And one of my friends, April, was like, hey, your video's already gone. And I was like, oh, perfect. Great. You know, I don't – have you that's noticed that, mom. like yeah, – that's my mom. Thank you. Um, she can be my mama, too. <laughs> have you noticed that, like, TikTok is now, like, taking down – your videos and it's not even notifying you now like i've scrolled through my oh yeah community guidelines violation and i've got no notification from them to even appeal it i yeah. always get i always get the appeal though because i go to the video and appeal it and i always get it back i can appeal it from the video but like if you're right. not going down through and looking at that like actively like you don't know and i think that's why people get banned a lot is when it says like multiple violations you're not seeing the community guidelines violations of all those videos. They're not notifying you. So people are only aware that, like, well, I got one violation. Why am I getting a warning? You're not seeing yeah. the 10 other videos they took down and just didn't say shit to you. They're on some sneaky bullshit. Yeah. I mean, they uh, ripped Redneck, just lost his main account, and they logged him out of the account, removed the account, and then he couldn't log back in to submit an appeal. They did that with my first account. Yeah. I saw his video. Um, which is bullshit because they're supposed to be able to give you the option, supposed to give you the option to appeal. And it's not like he got device banned because he still had his other two accounts. So Correct. it was only that one account. I don't understand it. It's just getting worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, my my opinion on that is that the First Amendment's already gone. We, we, we continue to talk about fighting for it, but it's already gone. Right. So if you have 100% of something and you take 1% away, you've already lost the battle. You already lost right. the battle. Ashley, that's very interesting. I didn't actually know that was a thing. If I've learned, if I delete the video, they remove the violation after total violations. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, I'm going to have to try that too. I'm going to have to experiment with that one. No, but I agree. Um, I, I, I do agree. And it's amazing to me how many people are just totally cool with it. You know uh, what I mean? That like they're just, they're cool with the restrictions they put against the First Amendment. You know, I, let me rephrase that. They're cool with it if it's someone that's right leaning. Correct. For, for them. They don't understand that like, a violation of your First Amendment rights, regardless of your political affiliation, is still a violation of the First Amendment rights. And I think that should be something that everyone agrees on, that that shit's not okay, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on. Yeah, I mean, we, me and Em talked about that in our live last night. Um, me and her went live the past two nights, and like I was telling you earlier, uh, you know, I tried the whole Trump hat thing, and we had all the trolls in there. And we actually had people come what in. You and guys do? Uh, what's going on? Uh, they, want, they want us to be deplatformed. And so I brought the point. I yeah. said, I said, okay, I said, do it. I said, deplatform everyone on the right, deplat every everyone in the middle. I said, then they're gonna come for you next. It doesn't matter. I said, it doesn't stop at us. It's never gonna right. stop. So right. that's, where stop. Your, that's where your ignorance lies, is that you think that you have some entitlement or you're above the bullshit well, rolling down hill towards you. They use them as a pawn as as their agenda. They use the liberals, like censor them, shut them down. Yeah. Because it makes their job easier. They don't have to do it as much because the liberals are trying to do it too. Yeah. Well, there was that, there's that old adage or whatever the hell it is, is they came for the so-and-so and, -so and mm -hmm. I, did, I wasn't worried because I wasn't one of them. And then it finally got, got to that person and yeah. they were like, then they came for me and there was no one left to defend me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember it's that. It's going to get to that point real quick is that like you, you're cool with it now because they're coming at us and fuck us. You don't like us. But what happens when they start restricting what you can say? And we are going to be mad. So we, we started, we were looking at, uh, we were looking at some genome research last night on live and we came across this whole transhumanism movement and one of the top publishers of books who is hailed by Obama as being the leader in this field, um, literally wrote what we were talking about. He said, 
The technology wasn't there for the Stalins and the Hitlers to do it. It's here now. And the, the one percenters after the 99 are affected, the one percenters are going to be next. It will never stop. Everyone mm -hmm. will be able to be infected or hacked or manipulated or controlled somehow. Um, and, you know, even even people on the left who agree with this, these movements that are going on are even saying, yeah, it's, it's never, it's never going to stop till 100 percent is you know, affected in some way. Right. Oh, we have the fat Jew in the house tonight. What's up, What's buddy? What's up, Jew? <laughs> um, no, you're you're 100 percent correct. I mean, it, it's pretty obvious. Like the goal here is like 100 percent total control. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that the left just has this mindset that like, you know, if we if we appease the overlords, we'll escape it. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> they want everyone to follow suit and fall in lockstep just because you're on their side now. They don't give a shit. Well, you know. and, and the ones who, who do the first appeasing are, are going to be the easiest to take down at the end because all the people who, the people who would have fought for them are going to be dead or gone. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Like, and I think everyone in this podcast would agree. Like, I don't necessarily agree with some of the stuff the the left says, but I will a hundred percent fight for their right to say it yep. as vile as it can be sometimes. Hall facts. You know what I mean? Like the very people you're trying to silence every single day are go like with, with Second Amendment rights because someone just brought up the fact this one right here that they, they bought a cannon because corn pop said they couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we all we all laugh about that shit, but like you don't like the fact that we like guns and that we own guns. <clears throat> but if shit ever hits the fan, we're the first motherfuckers to stand in front of you and be like, we got this. Right. Yeah. Because like that, we're like you think we're evil, but like we're still gonna be the ones that jump in front of harm's way to fucking protect you if it ever comes to that point. As much as you fucking hate us, but please continue to restrict our ability to do that. And when shit like that does happen, when Red Dawn pops off here and everyone's running around with fucking dildos and safety pins, you're gonna wonder why you're in some fucking camp cutting wood. And it's gonna be because you tried to screw with people like us. So. I'll be not around when that happens. Listen, I just want to make a comment list. about Woody buying a cannon. Most people's <laughs> friends buy shoes online. My friends buy cannons. Okay. <laughs> We're not the same people. Whoa. <laughs> oh, God. Dildos and, Dildos and safety pins. That's going to be the quote of the night. It's their safeties, their safe space. Um, me too. So me too, Kaju. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for it to get to that point where I can go fuck shit up and not get arrested. Like, let's go. Like, I've got the axes. I got the shield on the way. Like, <laughs> let's fucking go. I mean, I mean, going back to what I talked about last night. I mean, I mean, I was on live for four and a half hours, so we discussed a lot. But I told the liberals, I said, let's let's have a purge. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because I guarantee you, people that are, <laughs> that are going to come out on the other side are not going to be you, hands down. No. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody, but the ones on the left that are calling for the civil war can't Correct. figure out what bathroom to use. Um, I'm not at all threatened by you, whatsoever. I don't, I don't need a weapon to to take you out if if that's the type of person you are. Right, I promise you, really you. if you if you want to have that civil war, you ain't gonna win that one. I'm Correct. sorry. Right. These are not people who get mad when they are sorry. It's facts. It's still those <laughs> spatulas. My bad. I forgot about that. I don't understand so, the special reference. Woody, you bring up a, a good story that I like to tell about my father. I tell everybody that my father is is training to become the ultimate warrior. And let me tell you why. This man 
has a house. He lives in by himself. It started off with him buying a blow dart gun, right? He took a he took an old CPR dummy and mounted it on the wall at the end of the hallway, and would literally just sit in his recliner and shoot at it. He's got it down to a quarter size grouping at like 25, 30 yards. <clears throat> then he bought throwing knives and now goes out into the backyard with a giant hunk of wood and does throwing knives. Then he bought a recurve bow and started practicing with that. Now he has training nunchucks, okay, training throwing stars. We're pretty sure at some point we're getting him a fucking bolo so he can just <laughs> like trip motherfuckers up. I have a battering. My dad is literally training to become like the ultimate warrior should shit hit the fan. Like he's not going to need a firearm. Like on average, there's like a thousand two hundred objects in any given room. My father's training to kill you with every one of those items, including the room itself. Dude, how it's, shitty it's fucking scary. Like, how shitty would that be to die in the apocalypse by getting hit in the head with a fucking uh, remote going mock Jesus? Right. I'm, like, man, I'm trying to be like that though. I love my dad. Like honestly, like whew, like, like anything I, I, within reach is a weapon. He makes yeah. moonshine too. So like if that helps, like he's just an all around like sets the standard for don't fuck with me. And I love it. <laughs> no, no, he's not single. He he is <laughs> his his girlfriend is a very wonderful woman that I love dearly. <laughs> but I will let him know you're interested. Does he want to be my dad too though? Like I'm saying. <laughs> so we used to joke that my dad ran a cult when we were younger because my sister played volleyball a lot and like her entire team would always be over at the house and they would always jokingly call my dad the father <laughs> so like they would text back and forth and they would say the father and everyone thought that my dad was just like the leader of some cult <laughs> and it was the funniest fucking thing in the world <laughs> yeah that that wouldn't be allowed today no not no. <laughs> yeah but we grew up in a small town so like everybody knew my dad he was the fire chief like i mean everyone knew who this dude was you know what I mean? Like, you know, he wasn't up to any good, but it was just funny because all the parents would joke that he ran a cult for the kids. So it was a good time. You know, that's what you get in small town life. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lala. Um, yeah, I mean, men like that don't stay on the market very long. And, and my father didn't either after he got a divorce. So, you know, it happens. <laughs> so Vic wants to know where about in Texas you're from, man. Um, so I'm currently in Montgomery County. So just, just I've, shy of, just south of Conroe, southeast, okay. southwest, sorry, southwest. <clears throat> no concept of where stuff is in Texas. So I'm just going to well, so you there. Nope. When, you, when you say you live in Houston or Dallas or whatever, then they go, well, where at actually? Because the places are so big. So like I used to live in Houston and then I'd go, well, I live in Cyprus. And then I'd say, I live, I live here because Houston encompasses like 47 different little city states amongst it mm -hmm. so i moved out of the city i'm on six acres now um i i love it out here i i'm done with that city bullshit especially if shit it's the fan then i don't have to worry about anything yeah i mean that was that was why i left new york you know i live out in, the country out here in georgia it's so much better so speaking of texas you were at the trump rally the other day were you not I was. I went. I went to the last. So I went to a Chad Prather rally three weeks ago, and then I went to the Trump rally last week. <clears throat> I forgot the Chad Prather one. That's right. Yeah, I, I feel like I've been following that man forever. 
Yeah. Um, so like we were talking earlier, you know, I didn't I didn't vote for Trump in 2020 and I, I didn't do it for a reason. So I come from a government background and I had people tell me that the election was rigged in September. So I was like, wow, what's the point? What's the let's let's test this theory. Right. Let's test it. Tested it. I was traveling on the road. Um, I didn't fill out my mail in ballot. So I was like, let's let's go. Let's sh- for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Now we're where we're at. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, there's things that I'm very critical about Trump on. But uh, when I voted for him in 2016, the four years of him just getting shit on and him actually doing stuff that helped, you know, the economy and the country and veterans, especially um, yeah. I, I, I garnered a lot of respect for him through those four years. Um <clears throat> And the Conroe rally, in my opinion, was the only rally where, you know, he didn't do a lot of this the entire time. Because um, I think a lot of that, a lot of his rallies are, you know, a little bit of political grandstanding and um, mm-hmm. talking shit about the uh, fake media and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, the, the one thing that I loved the most was uh, Governor Greg Abbott getting booed by everybody. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> I heard about that. He got real butthurt over that. Yeah. Fucking hilarious to me. So I was with, uh, if anyone knows Nathan Criswell on TikTok, uh, we, I was with him and there were some people from Louisiana that came in from TikTok and we wound up sitting in the stands and uh, we were right there. I mean, within a hundred feet of Trump. And as soon as Governor Greg Abbott came out, it was like, Rhino, go home. Boo. I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. These are my Texans. I claim y'all. I don't think Dallas Austin folk none. Nope. That's awesome. I see. I think. I think that's what people like on the left forget is that as much as a lot of us here on the right do support Trump and do like Trump, many of us still called him out on his bullshit. You know, when he was running for office, when he was in office, and even now we call him on his bullshit. I mean, there's. There was no shortage of videos, okay, on TikTok of people that got super pissed off with his stance on on the jab. You know what I mean? But that's what you're supposed to do. You're not just supposed to blindly follow these politicians. Correct. You know, and just anytime they change or pivot on something that you pivot and change with them, which is the biggest piece of evidence I use towards when people say, you know, Trump followers are a cult. Really? Well, you know what? Because he's all about the jab, and some most of us are like, "Yeah, wait a minute, bud. No, we're not." Listen, with that whole Trump followers is a cult, there are some people who make it very cultish. Yeah, there are people out there. Yeah, because at this point, it's not about Trump. If you're still hollering Trump, 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 then you're not paying attention. Well, but not about Trump at this point. I think there. I think there's two points there. So I think part of the reason everyone made those videos about uh, Trump and the vaccine is because it's a very um, hot button subject, but. It's funny that they didn't make videos when he came out, I think, in September, October of last year and said, don't vote because the elections are rigged and basically hand them over to the Democrats. No one batted an eye when he said that. It's Mm -hmm. like. What? I don't I don't you think you'd think conservatives or Republicans, even libertarians would be more pissed off that he's telling people not to vote and just hand the election over than they would that he's trying to potentially shove the down our throat. So. I, th- I think I and it goes kind of into what we talked about, you know, um, me and you over text the past couple of days. There, there's there's trends and there's reason why people post the shit that they do. Um, and it has nothing to do with actually presenting a message. Sometimes it's just following that trend at the time, trying mm-hmm. to get followers, clout, fame, money, whatever. <clears throat> no, I agree. 100 percent. And I was glad you brought that up because I was going to use that as a segue in that. And I'm just I'm just gonna use TikTok as an example because that's it, we all most of us here come come. <clears throat> What's up, Rooster? Love you too, buddy. What's going on, buddy? Um, is that 
for as much as we go after the left from the bullshit they pull, and I, I'm just going to call, I'll just say what it is, the woke Capone crime family yeah. that exists on TikTok. As much as some of us go hard for them and call them out for their bullshit and what they do and the way they act, for every one of them, I can find you one person on conservative TikTok that acts the exact same way. I mean, okay. the okay. left and the right, when it comes to that stuff, are almost identical. You know what I mean? But like we refuse, yeah. we refuse to acknowledge it on our own side and say, listen, we're guilty of the same behavior. Correct. We got to cut this shit because we can't hold them accountable for doing the same thing. But we don't do that. Bottom line, it's not about the political part of it. Our yeah. differences aren't real. Our differences aren't really political. Our personalities clash. Mm-hmm. Which way? It's the other way. The other way. I'm backwards. Yeah, it, it takes some good use to. I know, I know. <laughs> right, right. So that's that's what I said last night. I was telling you, know, I was telling these liberals that were um, just foaming at the mouth of my podcast, like Cujo. Um, you know, <laughs> when we start realizing it's not right versus left, it's we the people versus the powers that be, whether that's the government or the Soros or whatever. Right. That's where we can start to get in the middle, right? Um, I I don't I don't trust any politician. Um, and yeah. I think I think the past two years have shown that when Trump said drain the swamp, Republicans Republicans kind of went scatterbrained and they and they immediately were like, yeah, we got to get all the Democrats out. Nah, nah, we got to get them all. Nobody meant. Got to get them all out. And um, you know my my mantra now is um, after the primaries, I'm going to go independent because I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of both sides. I'm seeing I'm seeing the shit being thrown from both sides. You know, conservatives wanting, you know, national registries for the the and then, you know, wanting to take away our guns and stuff like that. So there's there's nothing on both sides that I can see myself 100 percent aligning with anymore. See, that's that's why I tell everyone like I we use the, the moniker and the label conservative on TikTok because it's it's more it's easier for people to identify with that. Because Correct. if I'm being honest and, and I have no problem admitting it, I was a registered libertarian in the state of New York. Because I, I didn't believe in going left or right. You know, listen, let's be honest here. Both sides have genuinely good ideas. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, the left is not without good ideas. They just I, have no good way to market them in a way that makes sense. And they're so over, what's the word I want to use? <clears throat> over the top with everything that they do. That the good radical. stuff they want to do, radical, there we go, gets gets lost in the shuffle of things. So I joined the Libertarian Party. Correct. But what I've come to realize is that political parties as a whole just cause issues because people just they get too engrossed in what the party stands for and they don't allow for any lateral movement or bending on certain issues. So you just get stuck in this rigid box where it's like, well, you have to identify with these five things. And if you're not, then fuck you. Well, that's that's not how it's supposed to be. Like, what right. what what is wrong with everyone working together? You know what I mean? Like yeah. true bipartisanship. Well, and I love telling, you know, when, when people bring up the fact that, you know, I voted for Trump in 2016 or that I still support him in some way. I, you know, at the end of the day, at least we didn't have our primaries rigged. Rigged not once, but twice. So Bernie Sanders was ousted out of his primary seat due to Hillary Clinton. And then Tulsi Gabbard was eviscerating Kamala on my niece Harris in the primaries. And Tulsi Gabbard got all of her Red Avenue pulled from Google and Facebook. Um but Democrats don't want to talk about that. They don't want to discuss the injustices within their own party, but still want to bitch about voting for white old men. Yeah. Right. So you continue to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That's the literal definition of insanity. And that's what they're going through right now. 
for sure. I think what what baffles me the most, and, and Morgan, don't fe- be afraid to jump in here and comment. <laughs> Sorry, my, my neck quiet. and shoulders are bugging me, and I'm having. I took my contacts out. I was having a hard time seeing the screen. My head's bugging me, so Just don't feel afraid to jump in. Um, I think what baffles me, and like I, it's that's why I don't watch the news anymore because it just pisses me off. Is I don't. I don't understand the logic from either side with some of the stuff they want us to do. So we'll talk about the left for a second. You know, you're you're talking about a party, okay, who everyone should have an ID for their jab and an mm-hmm. ID to own a gun of some sort. But requiring an ID to vote is a completely and totally racist issue, even though it has nothing to do with racist. This is also coming from the same party. Vote, and, vote and come into the country. You don't have to yes. have an ID. Correct. This is also coming from the same party who thinks that the reason why people can't have an ID to vote is because they're not intelligent enough to figure out where to go to photocopy their license or the required documents to take to get an ID. But they still think you're smart enough to use a smartphone correct, to show a vaccine passport. There's, there, It's void of any kind of logic with the, the arguments. Whole, that they the use. whole point isn't that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to create confusion. It has nothing oh, to yeah. do with what they're doing because everything that they plan on doing only benefits them. They just want to keep us fighting so we occupy ourselves and they can continue <clears> doing <throat> what they're doing. It's the noise versus signal. They're just creating mm-hmm. noise. They're just keeping us fighting so they can keep doing what they're doing. <laughs> and that's a good point. That's a good point. It goes back to a type of control, right? So, um, you know, you, you, you left out another part. They they don't think that they're competent enough to work computers either. Yeah, they, they don't know how to use the internet. Yeah, they can't use the internet to find the police. What is, what is that? <laughs> like, this is, it's 20, it's 2022 now. This, you know, this started back in 2021, 2020. So to have this rhetoric and for people just to believe it blindly, it, it, it literally, it's, it's all about control and it's about making this more radical. You know, little Victoria yeah. Hammett in her videos the other day literally said, we need to vote out the moderate Democrats. She literally said it, that we want to have more radicals in office. This is how crazy these children are coming up because she's a child. 23, you're not an adult yet. No. <laughs> Realistically, she's still child. Replace everybody in the southern yeah. government. Every single have, one of them needs to go. You have children on a social media app with hundreds of thousands of followers telling her basically constituents and her blind followers and her, and her gaggle cult to go vote for the most radical people in office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's scary. That's scary. It's it's 100% scary because you're, you're talking about a generation of kids that have no problem comparing anything and everything to Hitler and the Holocaust, but they can't tell you who Hitler was yeah, or what he did. And they, or don't, what the Holocaust and they don't was. see that the same thing is happening right now. Yeah, us. I mean, these it's it's like I'm pretty sure most people here have heard of Mark Dice. Like Mark Dice can be a little bit over the top when it comes to some shit, but some of the stuff that he goes out and does is actually kind of like kind of neat. If you've watched any of his videos where he just goes up and down the boardwalk and asks these kids common history questions, oh, they yeah, have no fucking. They no can idea. name off every Kardashian. They can they can tell you every one of the weekend's albums, but they can't name five U.S. presidents. You yeah. you they ask can't tell you the three, the the, the judicial system. Yeah, that one yeah. makes me so mad. Oh my god, <laughs> I got you covered. You're like the well, president well, and the Senate and the shut up. Oh, shut up, please. <laughs> but what gets me 
is you have all of these these women out here, and I'm I'm going to precede all of this by saying I'm not knocking actual feminism. I'm not whatsoever. I'm I'm knocking, and I'm going to use the term fem Nazis that are out here that don't want actual equality. Okay, I'm I'm talking about the ones that they march on DC with their vagina hats and and all the rest of this shit and yeah. just make mockery of everything. You go up to these people and you ask them, should we end women's suffrage? Or bring back women's suffrage. I can't remember how we phrased the question. None of these kids knew what women's suffrage was. Correct. I, I, I honest to God, I don't understand it. And it's made very evident by the signs that people put up at these protests where they're like, I, I hope that my vagina has the same rights as, as a gun does some days. Really? You, you want your vagina to be f- federally controlled. You need a permit to own it, to take it across state lines. You need to be fingerprinted to have it. Do you, do you realize what you're saying right now? Because you look like a clown. Well, the way That's these thoughts are twerking on TikTok, I don't know. That might, that might be a good idea. You said you didn't want to knock women's rights. I have a comment about that because it's not the whole movements and stuff that happened to get you know women out working and voting mm-hmm. and stuff. Totally awesome, cool. But why did you have to make it women's right? Because women are people, correct? We the people. Why couldn't it just be we the people? That's what did it. It was all these groups. They sectioned us off by categories, women and men. And now it's gays and straights. And now it's transgenders. And it, they grouped us all off into pieces and broke us into pieces when we're all the people. So now we're fighting over stuff that doesn't mm-hmm. matter mm-hmm. when it's all it's about the to be human rights. It's human rights. It's basic human rights. So when people say women's rights, I hate that term. It's human rights, mm-hmm. human rights, period. Period. I 100% agree. Like, and like, it, people like to knock Tom McDonald for the shit that he says in his music, but like, he had one of the best lines ever about this. He goes, They they give us the boxes and we just divide ourselves up Facts. further right. and further every single day. Like, we're, we're segregating ourselves willingly. And nobody, I don't want to say nobody, but most of these people aren't paying attention to it. We all are. Like, we can all see what the fuck is going on. But it's like people on the left, like they have no problem just dividing themselves up, and being like, "Well, fuck you." It's not just people. You're on not the like right. me. It's people well, on people the right. People on the right do it too. Yeah. Everybody does it. Yeah, the, and I think that's been made abundantly clear, especially in the TikTok community, that the right is just as toxic as the left. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And it's, I don't, I don't ever want to be the guy that knocks somebody's content. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. it's your page. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't care. If you're having fun and you're not fucking with kids, do whatever. You know what I mean? It, right. It's it's irrelevant to me. If you're happy, be fucking happy. The world's a shitty place at times. Yeah. Do whatever you got to do to be happy. But the shit that people argue about on that app baffles me. Like, what? Like, do you do you have nothing better to do with your day? I mean, you'll call yourself a, a, a conservative. And you'll make it seem like you're just the people's champion out here fighting for everything. But the only thing you can manage to do is be involved in drama and hurl insults and, and yeah. get pissed over who's doing what. And Shut the fuck up. You can hurl insults on a satirical faux account. Yeah. But not even an account that exists or matters or is doing anything relevant. It was literally made to make all of us laugh and have fun. And the drama was like, there. Like, like, listen, I don't, I don't want to talk shit about anybody involved with that. I mean, this is, this is a blanket. Yes, I'm referring well, I'm just to your situation. Yeah, that's like, personally for me. That's my situation. That's the only reason right. I'm off TikTok for three weeks because the, yeah. the, 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 you can't even fucking scroll the for you page without seeing some type of bullshit being thrown at someone else for no reason. I mean, I was telling people the other day, I like, I follow a bunch of 
people on history talk and, you know, current event, even the fucking historians are fighting each other. I watched fucking Londini this morning or two days ago. The great Londini was screaming at another veteran and they were calling each other pogues and, and hurling insults. Everyone is fucking fighting each other. And it's because toxic breed or sorry, TikTok breeds toxicity. They fucking are, they're thriving and they're fueled off of it. And everyone's realizing that they can get their fucking followers and their counts and their likes through the roof. If they fucking join that bandwagon, that's my, that, I, that may be a conspiracy. That's that, that is, that is what pisses me off about the whole situation. You're going to get on an app and I'm not referring to anyone specifically. I'm I, again, this is a blanket statement to shit that I've seen. You're going to get on this app and you're going to portray yourself as this activist for, for conservative ideals. Where the fuck are you doing that? Because all I'm seeing you do is just run your mouth about stupidity. Yeah. You're, you're beefing with somebody because they're following this person or because they liked this. Who gives a shit? If yep. you want to stand up for something that you believe in, stand the fuck up for something you believe in. Well, if these are not, also the same people who are not attending the rallies or going to meet politicians that they exactly. care about. The same people exactly. who are, I call them, um, you know, like Abbott, right? I call him a groundhog governor. He comes out every two years to see his shadow in the primaries and then goes back in, right? These are these are groundhog <laughs> There's a groundhog followers. They come out when they need to. They talk about politics when it matters. And Mm -hmm. and then the other fucking 10 months of the year, they, all they do is feast off fucking drama and bullshit. Exactly. And that's why, like, I really hate it when people like they go after people like Texan, not this Texan, other Texan, (laughs) because now it's confusing. (laughs) He had to get rid of the conservative out of his name. The other Texan. Um, That's why, like, when people go like people like Texan and cat, it annoys the shit out of me. It's like, do you know what they both actually do? I mean, Kat moved to Texas now. So, like, she's obviously not doing it in her or the state she moved from. But, like, in, in her state of Michigan, do you know how much shit she actually tried to do to help that state? Do you know how yeah. much shit Tex tries to do in his state to help Texas? These are people that are actually out there walking the walk and talking the yeah. talk. So, yes, they're yeah. on TikTok. They're making videos and they're fucking around. But in their daily life, they're actually doing shit to make a fucking difference. Yeah. So if they want to get on TikTok and make a stupid fucking video, do you, boo-boo. You've done some shit to, to, to get shit done. Morgan and I were just talking about this the other day. You know, it's this virtue signaling on TikTok makes me fucking sick. And I'm just going to go ahead and refer to this specific situation. The assholes on TikTok burning Carhartt. What the fuck were you accomplishing? You're not accomplishing anything. A, they already have your fucking money. B, If you have to tell someone repeatedly what your virtues and morals and where you stand on shit shit is, in my mind, you don't stand for any of it. You don't have those virtues. You don't have those morals or values. Because if you did, people would be able to see that in the way you act, the way you talk in your daily life. You shouldn't have to prove that point with a video. If you want to buy a homeless guy a meal at McDonald's, mm -hmm. buy the guy the meal. Don't videotape it. It's 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 a a it's yeah, a trick. Because the, the moment you turn on that video camera to, to show people that you're doing it, I it, I don't care anymore. Listen, I have it. a love-hate relationship with people that do that. Because I agree, don't do it to virtual signal. But at the same time, when you watch something happen like that, makes you want to get up and go do something nice for somebody. So at the same time, I can't be mad that they're doing it. Because every time I see it, I'm like, I want to do that. Next time I see somebody, I'm going to do that. that. Well, you okay, know what I'm in situations like that, yes, I get that concept. But for me, it's the people who that's all they do. Yeah. That, that, that well, I got to videotape every time I do something good. 
Yeah. Or I mean, but even with the Carhartt situation, I mean, a lot of Thank people. You. Yeah, that's true. Thanks. The Carhartt situation, like, you know how many, you know how many mutuals I, you know, I'm mutual with that I wanted to comment and be like, why not fucking take it to a homeless shelter? Why not take it and donate yeah. it somewhere? You're burning you. First off, you look like a clown because you already spent your money there and you're literally destroying a product that that's already bought and paid for. So why not yeah. hand it off to someone? Why not give it to someone who needs it? Right. Same with the, Nike shit. Cut the label off. Same with the Nike shit or any other company that does. You know, we, we all have iPhones. We know exactly what, what Apple's involved in. So like, right. I said that two weeks know, ago. so so if Ford came out and said, you know, we support this. And you have to have a passport. You got to do all these things to work in our, our facilities or to even own our vehicles from now on. You think people are going to go out and burn their Ford F-150s? No, because you're fucking full of shit. You're yeah. doing it on camera because you want a virtue signal and you want to go, look, guys, look at me. I'm I'm doing some shit for the world. When all reality, it's not even, it's not even just about that. Video. It's about stuff that affects us. That's why people are mad. This whole thing with Carhartt, that, that affects us as people. But our phones, Nike makes their products in China by children and nobody mm -hmm. cares. Nobody has a thing to say because mm -hmm. it doesn't affect us, it's, but it's, this affects us. You and I were talking about this the other day. It's very easy to get up on a soapbox and talk about shit like that when it, when it doesn't affect your daily life. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's super easy. Like fuck Carhartt. Let me burn my Carhartt because it's, it's just a hoodie. It's not going to yeah. disrupt me. I can go buy another hoodie. But like you just right. said, you're not going to wreck your F-150 and say, fuck it. I'm not going to take my iPhone and smash it on camera. Yeah. It's 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 just, it's idiotic to me. If you, like, you can be virtuous and have morals and have values without doing that shit. Just live it in your daily fucking life. You don't need to put it to people on camera. Yep. The moment you have to do that on camera, and I could be wrong about some of the people that did it. But in my mind, if I see you do that on camera, you're no longer doing it because that's the right thing to do. You're doing it because that's what everyone else is doing. And that makes us no better than the left. It's mob mentality. Well, everyone else on the conservative side is doing this, so I should do it. And yeah. the fucked up thing is, is I just saw an article this morning. It was about Carhartt. And it was like, amidst the chaos, how Carhartt's finding more fans. I didn't even need to click on the article to tell you what it said. Because everyone on the right is saying, fuck Carhartt. And now everyone on the left is like, let's piss conservatives <laughs> off and we'll buy Carhartt. So yeah. now you have these man and Starbucks soy latte drinking douchebags that have never worked with their hands a day in their entire life rocking Carhartt shit because it's <laughs> pissing everyone on the right up. Congratulations, asshole. You played yourself. That's exactly what we just did. I'm sorry. I said what I had to say. That's right. I, call them, I call them beta male soy boys. There you go. So soy boys. <laughs> They are soy boys. Like, come on. Yeah. It's just, it's fucking annoying. Like, now some asshole named Chad is at his fucking, I shouldn't say Chad, because Chad Prath is a good dude. Some yeah. asshole named Blake <laughs> is fucking, I just saw your hat, I'm like, shit. Some asshole named Blake is fucking making $10 an hour being a fucking barista, wearing a fucking yeah. Carhartt beanie going, fuck the right. No, man, stop. That's not the move. Just stop. It's so stupid. And then they'll get on TikTok and bait you into an argument. That's the that's the shit that pisses me off. Yeah. Watching everybody be baited into arguments for no reason. Why do you guys stitch and duet these stupid people? <laughs> like you just get on there and start fighting with people when you know you're gonna win the argument. It's a dumb yeah. argument. Why why did you take the bait? Why did you do that? Because <laughs> now all you're gonna do is get banned. 
the tick, it's just going to come down. So like you didn't do anything. It's what they do. It, it's a hundred percent what they do. And I, I think <laughs> I said it like two weeks ago on the show, Morgan, you know, and I ask those people, I ask people this question all the time. Did any of us know that Nike was going to make those shoes with the Betsy Ross flag before they released that article? No, none of us had a fucking clue. We had no idea they were going to make it. They could have just not made the shoes and we never would have known. But what was the advantage to them releasing that article and putting Kaepernick's name behind it that he had a problem with them? They knew what was going to happen. They knew the right was going to be like, fuck this. Yeah. Burn their shit. Everything they tweeted on and on anything on social media said Nike. That all goes to their search algorithm. So you're 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 promoting their search algorithm by constantly mentioning them, posting their pictures, posting pic- even pictures you burning their shit. You're adding to their search problem. algorithm. I had and a bigger then, problem with the Nike well, shoes with the blood in them. Well, that sometimes, was different. Sometimes, that was negative, sometimes negative, press, negative press is better than good press. And that's what they anticipated. Because everyone on the left went out and bought Nike shit. For every one conservative that was like, fuck Nike and burn their hoodie, there was four other conservatives that were like, I'm going to buy a hat, I'm going to buy a hoodie, I'm going to buy socks, I'm going to buy shoes, boxers, or whatever. Right. I, I, because that's what they do. I will say I'm probably one of the only conservatives and only conservatives in Texas that since all of this virtue signaling happened in, in major sports, I have not watched a single MLB, NFL, any. I haven't watched any sports in almost three years. It's been a long time. Haven't done it. I'm a Lansing fan. Listen, basketball. I, I love basketball. Stuff. Yep. I don't I'm watch anything anymore. I don't watch nothing anymore. I Not. watch the Atlanta Braves and the Georgia Bulldogs. That's about it. Everything else, it's fuck that shit. Yeah, no, I don't watch any of it. I can't. I don't. I don't watch television unless I'm putting. I'm putting purpose into it. Like I want purposeful information in my brain. I don't turn my television on unless it's with intention. Same. Yeah, yeah, but like those are the only two what you could call mindless entertainment things that I watch, like baseball and like I said, the Atlanta Braves and Georgia Bulldogs. I'll watch that. My peak Salatair. That's my mindless entertainment. Woot woot, but it's not because it's got Dolly Parton on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm too much of a fan of those two teams that give them up that much. <clears throat> but I get what you're saying though. Like, but see, that's one of those things that like you can get on TikTok and you can talk about that. Because yeah. you back it up, you know, it's, it's, and I, I was, again, I was talking to a couple other people about this the other day. It's, it's some of these people that get on any social media platform and they talk about, oh, just quit your job. Just quit your job. If they make you get the job, just quit it. It's fine. Like you can quit your job. You can quit your job. If you don't like homeschooling, just put your, just pull your kids out of school, homeschool them. I did pull my kids. It's, she goes to private school. Right. And some people have the ability to quit their job. Some people have yeah. the ability to pull their kids out of school, either homeschool or put them in private school. Not everybody has that ability. And what bothers me is when you have these people who are entirely unaffected by those situations preaching to you that this is something you need to do. You know, the guy that makes $300,000 a year making content professionally is not affected by, by a mandate. It, it, it doesn't affect him or them because they don't work in an office where that's going to be required. So it's right. easy for that person to look at you or I and say, well, just fucking quit your job. It's fine. I get on TikTok and talk about it because I quit my job in New York over a mandate. I, I, I nut up and I nut up and was like, fine, fuck you. You want a mandate? I'm done. I'm out. We're go- can, we're I, done. can I answer can I Victor's question real fast? I have a real good answer. What's this one? Victor's question. Okay. okay. We need to stop worrying about 2024. 
We need to stop worrying about it. We literally have midterms around the corner. We sit here and we bitch till we're blue in the face about not fixing anything, but we're not running for school boards. We're not running for city or state or local politics. We're relying on whatever president that we happen to vote into office to fix all of our shit. Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., whoever the Republican is at the time, Ron DeSantis, is not going to come into your own state, your own county, your own city and fix your shit for you. So I think this whole mentality of us looking up to the next presidential election because we lost the last one is, is the wrong mentality. And I'm not picking on you, Victor. I'm just saying, I think we need to get out of this mentality of worrying about the presidential election. We have so many other local state elections coming up through that meantime that matters so much more. Um, the, the indoctrination in the schools is blatantly obvious. And that's because we've sat back and we let the fucking liberals take the reins. We didn't apply for any of these positions. We didn't want to run for these political seats. Um, I know in Texas, a lot of these local seats are friends and family of major politicians. It's a good old boy system. So that's why nothing is getting accomplished. So we need to start actively and going back to what I said before, you know, straight ticket voting and just relying on the party politics. We need to be actively engaging in our communities and we need to look at these people's criminal records, their histories, what they vote for before, what did they do, whether jobs, professions, everything, you know, it takes an actual, actual activism um to change shit and i don't think we're i don't think we're there yet i don't i think we're going to have another probably two democratic presidents and that's my prediction because we are not ready to accept the fact that it starts from the ground up and we're we're we're, we're beneath the ground right now we're not going to fucking at surface level i you know what i think you're nailing the head man i've always been a subscriber to the theory that going for the top spot is never the way to fix the problem you have to you have to start locally you have to build that momentum someplace and you're never going to get it by starting at the top i mean perfect example the democrats are in the white house they control the senate they control the house what have they gotten done nothing they've they've got nothing done but all these local states and counties and stuff like that are fighting back on mandates they're getting rid of shit they're 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 doing the work that people want to get done and they're right. doing it locally. They're not waiting to go to the federal government. That's that's because the federal government's trying to take over. Well, we knew that. <laughs> I mean, that's blatantly obvious with everything that they're doing. I 100% agree with that statement. But yeah. th- that's the thing is that, like, I wish more people paid attention to that. I wish more people, like, you get all these people that they share those articles that, hey, look at what this county did fighting back. You're sharing that article and you're happy about that, but then you're you're turning around and bitching. We need to get Trump back in the White House in 2024. Stop. I you agree. just saw proof positive that that's fucking irrelevant. He's not also, in the White House now when you're doing this shit. Also, literally nobody has put their name in the running for 2024. So why? I just, it it, it well, me that we have actual, you know, we have actual elections coming up with, people on the ballot and we're more worried about who might run in 2024. I think it's just very like, we've got blinders on. You do. I mean, not you do, but like they do. I mean, there's governor's races coming up that people need to pay attention to, you know, there's no way. So so three weeks ago or four weeks ago now, probably um, when we were at the Chad Prather event in Longview, Abbott was in California with Newsom campaigning and getting California dollars for the state of Texas gubernatorial race. And so I go, I go to the Trump rally and a lot of the people who were not booing for Abbott were like, yeah, clapping. And I was like, well, you know, you know, he's like, he's not even a rhino. He's like a liberal in rhino clothing. 
And they're yeah. like, what do you mean? So I start telling them stuff and they're like, yeah, we didn't know anything about this. I said, because y'all aren't like, and I did it, in, I did it in a very tactful way, but I'm like, y'all aren't out right. there actively trying to engage the communities and seeing these other people that are trying to change the country. You're watching the news, just like Texan. Texan made a post about, um, you know, Abbott getting booed. And the lady goes, well, I didn't see that on the rally. I watched the entire thing. I was fucking there in the stands. I know he got booed, right? So mm-hmm. we, we watched the same thing from two different perspectives and got two different answers. So if you're, yeah, not, absolutely. if you're not up front in these people's faces, hearing them speak, hearing their reactions, talking to the crowd, talking to the, you know, the politician, you don't know. We don't know. You just don't know. Te- guy running for Texas Agricultural Commissioner. We made him a TikTok. We made him a TikTok that night. We met it. We happened to run into him at the bar later. He's running mm-hmm. against a very corrupt person in Texas. We made him a TikTok. We set him up with all these things. Uh, you know, he's good friends with Chad Prather. So we're all trying to work to get him elected now. But it's like, it starts at the ground level. You have to put boots on the ground and actually actively do something and not just make videos about it or watch these live streams of, you know, politicians speaking. But that's the shit that people have to do. But it's it, like anything in life. It's work. Correct. You have to you have to put in the work. You know what I mean? People just they want to they want to bank everything on going to the, the ballot box once every four years to fix everything yeah. that's wrong in the world. That's fucking stupid. That, that's not how this works. What have we all been saying about these mandates from the word go? It should be up to the states. Correct. Why, why do you think we're saying right, supersede? Because the states are the ones that can supersede a lot of this shit. Correct. So why are you not focusing there? Like New York, there's no way. Like, mm-hmm. do you really want Hochul to, to, to win this year? I, I really don't think you do. So New what York are you doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's they're going to have to take everything away from New Yorkers in order, like, like right now in New York City, arresting people for not wearing masks and not being not having their cards and stuff. Like, that's gonna they're literally gonna have. That's why I had to leave because yeah, I would have been arrested going through this in New York, being comfortable in my hometown. That's why I can't go back. I will get arrested if I go back to New York. It's not even it's not even a question. I speak to New York because I know that better than Georgia or, or Texas for sure. Like I, right, I, I, sure. I live there like, for 30 I have a years. Time so like in Kentucky, cause I don't know anything here, but take me, take me back to New York. <laughs> right. But that's, but that's what I'm saying is that you have to like, think of all the shit you could fix in New York. If you just stop voting Democrat, I mean, Democrats have been promising to fix New York for years and, and it's getting worse. So I, you know, I, there's a there's a good movie on Netflix, and I know a lot of people hate Netflix, and I didn't pay for it, so don't get mad. So I, whatever. <laughs> but it's called Munich, and it's a longer name below that, but it's basically it shows the perspective of British and German uh, citizens before the war with Hitler, before World War II. The talking points in that movie for and against Hitler were the same talking points for Trump. Trump, you know, Trump's a racist. Trump's a nationalist. Same thing they said about Hitler and the people who were for Hitler were like, no, he's wanting to bring the country together, blah, blah, blah. And the similarities were really eerie. But the one thing that the German, this this main character of the German movie said um, at the very end, he said, hoping is waiting for someone else to do something. And I was like, holy fuck, like that's like poignant right there. Like you yeah, can't you can't get sure. much, much more point blank than that. And I was like, I'm going to take that quote to the grave because that was like just mind boggling. That's perfect. <clears throat> Rebel. You know, Vic, that's a, that's a good one. And v- way to say hi to me, Rebel. 
<laughs> oh, don't hate me, Morgan. I'm here now. The fuck, fuck Wyatt. That's that's cool. That's some bullshit. That was a, that was a good answer. Just because she promised me she'd be here. No one ever likes me. <laughs> fuck you guys. But no, I th- that's God. That's like scary fucking accurate, man. Yeah. Like, and I don't like. I don't have a problem with hope. No. At all. But, but I think you, if, but when that's the only thing you're relying on, yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like you what can't, do you do? Yeah, you can't you can't rely on hopes and dreams for everything. You have to be able to put in the the work that no one wants to do. Right. Behind all, the scenes, all I want to that my bills will get paid, but I don't go out and do it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's it. I I literally don't understand that. And I was I was talking about it. Shit. I think we mentioned it last week. You, do you know who Gary V is, Tex? Yeah. Okay. So I think that guy Damon from Shark Tank was you yeah. were doing an interview something, and he was saying something similar to what you were saying. You know, he goes, "If if you think that the next president is going to pull you out of the shitty situation you're finding in, you find yourself in," he goes, "That's a joke." He goes, "And the punchline to that joke is fuck you." Yeah. He goes, because the only people that are going to pull you out of that situation is you. Now, whether that's fixing your own situation or, like you said, acting locally, doing stuff like that, people need to really start wrapping their head around that concept. The government has never, well, I shouldn't say has has never. In a very long time, the government has not actually given a shit about us. The right. things that they do exist to line their own pockets, and it's at the expense of us. If you want to fix the problems that you're seeing, we have to fix them. That's that's why yeah. we have the amendments that we have. That's why the Second Amendment is there. You have to fix that. We're, unfortunately, we're in a place where we have to be uncomfortable. You have to make yourself uncomfortable right now. It's shitty out there. And I think it, I think it's right it's now. we. I hate to say this, but seeing what's going on in Canada right now and the media blackout from it, it's going to have to get a lot worse here for us to actually do something. And so piggybacking off of the whole, you know, conservative infighting comments we made earlier that Mm -hmm. infighting between conservatives and even libertarians. Right. So anyone who's not liberal is exactly why we're not ready to stand up and do anything. We can't even get our fight in in our own house. How do you think we're going to how do you think we're going to reach across the aisle and have Democrats be like, oh, yeah, we'll come over and hang out with y'all, even though we can't Mm -hmm. even like each other. It's not going to happen. One hundred percent. I said it, what was it, like four or five months ago, all that shit with Bryson and the comments he was making blew up on TikTok. I made a video about it back then, and I took a lot of heat for it, and people like came for me over it, and I was like, fuck you. you like The fact that you're arguing this right now is, is why my video is 100% accurate. I'm like, we can't even come together on an app. An app. My, we have my, to find my, first video, my first video that was mass reported was mass reported by conservatives. No shit. My first video ever. I, I asked the question when uh, Mike Lindell was h- housing his cyber symposium and he had Alan Dershowitz on stage and was taking legal advice from Alan Dershowitz. I said, did we oh. forget about the flight logs? Yeah. What the did fuck? We, did we forget about all this? And I said, what are we doing? And and I had people commenting. They go, well, Alan Dershowitz is the number one constitutional lawyer. I said, well, then we go to the number two, because even if we lose the fucking court yeah. cases, we didn't lose our morals in the process. Thanks. And I got shit on and I fucking got mass reported by conservatives. I got called liberal. I got called all the names under the book because conservatives are no better than liberals or the the right is no better than left. We cannot handle, you know, there's a fine line and there shouldn't be a fine line. Dissenting opinion. 
Well, there, there shouldn't be a fine line, but there is between, you know, criticizing your party and, and being objective on what they do and then just outright bashing them and, 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 you know, not even caring about what policies they have, just, just bashing the shit out of them. And so people don't like that. They don't like when you call out their favorite person. They didn't like that. I was questioning Mike Lindell, you know, the, the, the God who had all the evidence of the election fraud. And uh, yeah, that was why it, it hit like 75,000 views in like four hours and then it was taken down and it's still in review. And that was in like September. Still in review. That's my point. We're, we get so divided on a social media app about shit like that. You don't think the left sees that? The left but sees how easily divided matter. they are on an app. Correct. If you can't get your shit together on an app and stand together, you don't stand a fucking chance in the real world. I'm sorry, because no. the real world is 100% more savage than a fucking social media app. And I took heat for that shit. And I'm like, the, like you're proving my point. You are proving my point right now by arguing this. I'm like, congratulations. I'm like, this is why we lose in 2022. This is why we lose anywhere. Correct. Be why we lose so fucking always on shit because we cannot come together to save our fucking life. No, we're not even close. We're not no, close. because like you just said with Dershowitz, we're not capable of holding our own party accountable for the bullshit they do because we think we are so much better than the left that we can't we can't address that because then that makes us look bad like them. I hate to burst your bubble buttercup, but we both suck. Yeah, right. both sides of the, the aisle way. need to be cleaned. Like, come and on, the left you can't even hold a conversation without getting mad and calling each other's name, even in our own party. Like, it gets well, to this point where you start arguing over something that doesn't matter, and then you start attacking each other as a character for no reason for for something that's not even who cares about that stuff. Well, we stopped. Yeah. We stopped in debates uh, attacking the argument. And started attacking the person a long time ago, and that's on both sides of the aisle. Correct. We we, we, we stopped attacking the argument, which is what a debate is supposed to be: is attacking the argument, not the person. But we forgot about that. You have a question from from Victor. I see it. I'm thinking about how I want to answer it because the only thing I can think of is prayer, but that's only because I believe in God. I believe in Christ. So, I mean, at the end of the day, as much as I fight and and speak out, God is in control of it all. So at the, at the end of the day, you know, what can I really do? Right. So I, for me personally, I have so much faith in God that I'm not really concerned about it. It's going to be taken care of however it gets taken care of. And I'm just going to do what I feel like is right in the process. Mm -hmm. However, I can do that, whatever I feel like he is using me for. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just how I do it. So do you think you could apply that on like a, a larger scale? Like how I get like building off of Victor's question. Do you, do you think that that is, that is something that you could get more people to understand and believe in? Because I think there's a lot of people who have me, in this country. me personally. Yes, I do. And this goes by um, kind of like, I was thinking about this. I was talking about this, about my brother. My brother is a pastor and he's right. a suit and tie pastor. goes to the church. We believe the same basic stuff, but he would never touch my audience. Never in a million years. The people that I reach look like me. Mm -hmm. They hear that I believe in God and Jesus and they're like, oh, okay, now I want to know why. Why do you believe? Why? Why is that something that you believe in? But if my brother started talking to you about hellfire and brimstone, you just, I don't hear you. Whatever. I'm, I don't care. Whatever. 
You know what I'm saying? But I would never reach my brother's audience either. The people in the church with the suit and ties, they're not going to listen to me. Because I well, it's all preconceived notions. Exactly. It's right. a preconceived exactly. notion. That's, that's what I have to go with. So personally, me, yes, I do believe that I can reach people and give them some sort of hope in it when they feel I mean, like they don't have control. I mean, it, might, it probably wouldn't happen if you weren't preaching from a dungeon with a cauldron. So... Listen, I like the dark. Okay. He went there. I mean, he totally fucking went there. You're lucky I'm wearing red. Okay. I had to wear. Actually, listen to bright. Had to dig through all the clothes to find something red. She's like, I'm gonna have to go out and buy something. Not even my shirt. Go. I can't. I can't type all my quips on. I have to do it live now. I'm not. I can't. I'm not in the chat talking shit. I gotta do it live. You gotta get with it, man. But no, I think you're right. I, I, I think you bring up an interesting point, Morgan. You know what I mean? It's like Hillary Clinton wears a fucking pantsuit and she's the devil. You know, just because the, right. the way you look should not, it, it shouldn't, but the way you look dictates what people think you believe in. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you, you take that, you take like, that personification and you thrust it upon the next person who looks similar. And that's, it, it's yeah. wild that you can preach the same message as him, but because y'all look different, y'all are going to have two different audiences. It's, damn, right. it's bizarre to me. I don't understand it. Like, I mean, I do and I don't. I, I do understand it and I don't understand Every time it. my brother says something to me about, he doesn't, okay, and that's another thing. My brother's not like, he doesn't hate how I look. He's not like, you shouldn't have tattoos. Like, that's not how he feels. He feels like it's a witness thing. Personally, he has no problem with my tattoos, but the, his audience has problems with tattoos, so he doesn't have any. And I totally understand that. So, like, when we have conversations about it, there are certain things about me that he doesn't like. He does not really like my hair. And he says it's because it it brings attention to me and it's it's a humility thing. And I don't feel like that. I feel like God gave me the creativity to want to have colorful hair. It has nothing to do with what other people think about it. I think it looks pretty. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't do it because I wanted somebody to look at me. I did it because I want to look at me because I want to look like what I see. You know what I'm saying? But that's always been my problem with organized religion is because you get preconceived notions like that's that. That's why I don't like organized religion as well. You know what I, I went mean? To a Faith... in high school. I had a problem. That's why, that's why I stopped going to church for 15 years. I didn't go to church. My family went to Joel Osteen's church. I could tell y'all some crazy. Oh, shit. Lord. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. That is one holy man that I will never see eye to eye with. Listen, ever. So I grew up around that, and then I went to South Korea in 2008, and his ugly mug was on billboards in South Korea, and I was like, this is too much. This is too That's much. Crazy. I've been to a, a lot of different types of churches. Um, I don't like the mega church. I don't know why, and I think it's because <clears throat> maybe I'm wrong, and I could be. I've been wrong before, but I don't like the mega church concept. I don't because either. for me, you're doing it for the money. You're not doing it for right. the message. And I don't, I think that's bullshit. Like if you're going to call yourself a man of God, you should do it because you want to spread the good word and the message. Not so you can own a multi-billion dollar mansion and four Bentleys like that's This is another thing though. You also have to remember that all of these people are just like the rest of us, even though they have faith and believe what they do. There's, they're evil too. We're all evil people. You know, we're all people. <laughs> Regardless of what we believe, what we worship, we're all the same. So just because they're a Christian and they believe some things, we there are shitty Christians. There are. Uh you know, 31 Bravo, Victor. 
but there are great Christians too. Like there are great people that love Jesus, but there are people who love Buddha this, who are great. This, this debate can be made on anything, right? So, like the the majority of, of when we hear this debate is with cops, right? There's bad people everywhere. Yes. There's, there's, there's shitty Subway sandwich makers. There's shitty garbage men. There are shitty people yeah. in every walk of life, every profession, every creed, color, mm -hmm. race, religion. But we want to take those minority percentage of shit people and thrust them in the spotlight and be like, yeah, it's the majority. No, you're just fucking ignorant and can't do statistics. Right. You're an idiot. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. I, that'll, I, I fucking But that has to go with media manipulation as well because I, everything yeah. in the media – they push it all in your face. That's why I say I don't turn my television on without purpose. Because if it's on playing in the background, even if you're not paying attention to it, you hear it. And it's yeah. put in your brain. And you, and then you go out into the world and it's already in your brain. I picked this up watching Pretty Little Liars with one of my friends when she was living with me. There was a couple having an argument, which was a completely... <laughs> the... The situation was completely, I don't know if anybody's watched Pretty Little Liars, but there's a teacher and he has a relationship with his student. It's a total pedophile situation, but right. we're not, that's not the point of it. They're having an argument and the girl is completely irrational with her side of the story. And the guy is right, logically, when you're thinking he's totally right. Mm -hmm. And everybody sides with the girl. Why? Because we have this preconceived notion that that's how women are supposed to act. And she's right because she's emotional. And that's just how it is. It's not how it is. We are mm -hmm. trained to think that way because of the trash that's on television. But we don't that's even right. realize it's happening. And then that's we right. go out in the world and that's how we act. That's why we have world star because all these people well, watch these crazy things on television and then go do them out in public. You're what was I going to say? Your, I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, with with anything, and I've said it about racism, but you can apply it to literally any preconceived notion. That shit's taught. You're not born that way. Mm -hmm. You know, you ask a you ask a three year old kid what they hate, they'll tell you naps and vegetables. Right. They're you not going to say a person who looks different than them because you have to be taught that shit. Send, and that's why, like, I want to send anyone from this country who's never been outside of this country. I'm not talking about Mexico or Canada. And if you've gone to an actual country that didn't border us, like I've, I've gone to China, I've gone to Japan, Guam, South, you know, uh, South Korea. Right they on. don't fucking like white people. They don't like us. Like, I don't care what anyone says. It, black people, too. Whenever I was with my soldiers, like, and we're just out in the town. They, the girls loved us, but the men did not like us, hated us, would look down on us. So like there's racism everywhere. It's just how you deal mm -hmm. with it. It's just how you approach the situation and, and walk away. Listen, I know right. not everyone's going to like me. You don't have to like be me. hateful about it. Yeah, I know yeah. not everyone's going to like me, and I don't fucking care. I don't care. Right. <laughs> Facts. Up. <laughs> so what? I will find somebody else that likes me. I like my motto. Like. My motto is <laughs> I am not everyone's cup of tea, but to the people yeah. who matter to me, I am absolutely their shot of whiskey and I'm okay with that. So right. No, like, fuck you. I'm they're not going to bother me. Oh no. people. On the and I'm not going to get in unnecessary arguments with you. I don't care what you have to say. We're, we're going to fight over something. That's not, we're not yeah. doing that. Petty, stupid. I'm not doing that with you because you can't fight over, not even fight. You can't even debate over legitimate issues anymore. You can't, have a legitimate debate about abortion or anything anymore on the internet. 
There is all. no civil conversation or no. civil discourse. Well, it goes, it goes back to what I said about watching the debates or the, the you know the the rally. She watched it. I was there. I watched it, and there was two different perspectives. So, regardless mm-hmm. of what you're debating or what you're talking about, whether you read the same information or watched the same documentary or press conference or whatever, people yeah. are making and they're pulling shit out of thin air to fit their narrative. And this yep. mainly is I'm targeting the left because I see it primarily over there. But mm-hmm. they have to fit the narrative because if they don't, their entire world paradigm breaks. And that's their identity. Right. So my identity isn't Texan zero zero. My, my identity is a culmination of a lot of different things. It's not just political mm-hmm. stuff. But right. most of these people's identity hinder on continuing down the path of blue wave and keeping shit blue and voting the best Democrats. and blah. If they didn't have that, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have shit. They wouldn't have anything. Right. But to be fair, like we've been talking about, there are absolutely people on the right that are the same way, where their right. whole identity is wrapped up in being conservative or a That's Trump supporter. Too. Yeah, right. And it's like both. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle, aisle it's on. That behavior is not helpful in any way, shape, or form. It no. does nothing to advance any kind of legislation or any kind of positive impact on the world. It's it adds to the noise. <clears throat> You're not saying anything different. That's true. That's true. You know, and I hate say I hate being the guy that has to say that, but both sides of the aisle need to come up with a different way to go about doing things. 100%. I think and and Morgan, you and I and and Brittany were talking about this over the weekend. I think the system that we have in, in this country that's in place is a good system. I think we've let politicians abuse that system and, and morph it to fit their own agenda. And I think, People need to pay attention to that. You you need to right. start pulling. We don't need to burn it all to the ground. We don't need to switch to socialism. The people on the left that have a problem with capitalism, A, don't understand what capitalism is or how the free market economy works. Right. They have a problem with the way the capitalist system is being used in this country. And I promise right. you, the Democrats are just as guilty of making that system be exploited oh, as 100%. people on the right are. Yep. You know, it's not the system that's the issue. It's the people running the system that are the issue. And people need right. to pay attention to that. You know, one of the greatest times of economic expansion in this country is when the government just wasn't fucking involved in anything. People were allowed to go out into the world and try and fail, reformulate their plan and try again. You didn't yeah. have the government constantly sticking their hand in, in, in there right. and, and find you and fee you and, and tax you to the the fucking brink of poverty before you could try to succeed. We just let people do it on their own. And you know what? They fucking figured it out and they did fine. But now we're so overregulated by the government and politicians and everything else that in the state of fucking New York, you need to pay them to go out of business. So a small business in the state of New York can't fucking survive because of the taxes and fees and fines that get put upon them. And then when you want to go out of business, you got to, you got to get a permit and you got to pay a fee to go out of business. That was like when I took my license plate back. They made me pay them to give them back my license plates when I took them back. Yeah, I don't fucking understand. It's a dollar a piece. No, I did it because I wanted to do it right. I did. They still suspended my license after I did it too. (laughs) And this is why I respect Chad Prather. And Aaron Sorrells is running for lieutenant governor. And at the rally, they said, Anyone with an incumbent next to their name, vote them out. I don't care if they're Republican, Democrat, what, what they're what they're leading, 100%. what they've done. Vote everybody out and start new, right? Because exactly. whether it's whether it's corruption or bribery or whatever, none of these politicians are safe. 
None of them are safe from some t- from some type of persecution. Look at look at Joe Biden. Okay, subtract, it, eliminate the fact that he's a fucking idiot. Okay, and has no business running the country. Eliminate that. Eliminate the fact that he's a Democrat. Just look at his track record in fifty years of being in politics. I, I Why worked the, under, I worked underneath him for five. I worked in D.C. when him and Obama got inaugurated. He's always been a blubbering, piss my pants idiot, and that's what people don't understand. You know right. my theories about Joe Biden and how he got to. He's always always been stupid. He's just progressively getting worse, right? But that's my point. The guy was in politics for 50 years with no with no measurable improvement. Improvement made. Correct. Now the 94 crime bill and the rest of the bullshit, that's not an improvement. He did some shit, but it wasn't good. There was no positive improvement in 50 years of fucking politics. And you still thought voting for that man. This will work. He's he's had, he has the fucking well, secrets to fix the economy. In their defense, they wanted true international depression. So yeah, that's, that's fair. That is fair. But like 50 years in office, he was vice president for eight of them. If you had the secret to the fucking universe, why didn't you give it to Obama? Why didn't you do it the Did everybody forget about the memes when when Obama yeah. was president? When Joe, do you guys remember those memes when they would have Joe saying something ridiculous and Obama was just like, no, Joe. Oh, yeah. no, I <laughs> you don't, don't remember know. those memes? And that's the guy I thought was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 100%. But, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is like, so Chad Brayther, right on the fucking money. I did 50 fucking years that guy was in office. You kept voting for him and nothing got better. And fucking the state of Chicago, fucking Chicago is a fucking cesspool. Sorry for anyone that lives in Chicago. They voted Democrat for how fucking long? Has they, has anything ever gotten better in Chicago? No. Detroit? No. You keep yeah. voting the same fu- insanity. You keep voting the same people back in. It's going to change now. You know what red, blue states sound like? They sound like the Tennessee. I know you don't watch college football. Those who watch college football will get this reference. They sound like the Tennessee Volunteers. It's a rebuilding year, man. It's a rebuilding year. We're coming back. No, this I'll, is our year. This I'll is our year. Say, I'll I'll say, say, it sounds shit. like. More, sounds more like Joe Buck. Oh, that's too. Yep, he caught the ball. Caught the ball. <laughs> that ball. That was a good one. It's like, you, how many times do you keep making the same fucking excuse? And this is our year to make shit better, and it never does. It yeah. never fucking does. you're doing the and same thing the that you've been doing. Yeah, and that and never worked before. Look at people like us that are like, let's think outside the box on this. No, man, you're crazy. You're cra- we can't do that. Well, and then they and then they move. Ooh. When they, they move when it's too hard and they go to Houston's turning blue, Austin's turning blue, Dallas is turning blue. They move to these other metropolitan cities and then, oh, blue wave. Your fucking blue wave washed you out of your state. What are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Exactly. Listen, there's two states you can go if you like that bullshit. You have, if you like warm weather, you have California. Correct. If you like four feet of snow and miserable fucking assholes, there's New York. Pick one and of you those can two. snowbird it. Alone. Like, I don't know. Stop. <laughs> I fucking hate people. God damn. Anyway, we are <laughs> we are at an hour and 15 minutes. Um, and as I told you guys before, I have a friend flying in from out of state. So I do got to wrap this up. Tex, if you've watched the show before and I know you have, you know, we do we do final thoughts here. So I know we've discussed a lot. But final thoughts for for everyone on the show tonight. What do you got? Hmm. I would say, um, I mean, I don't have anything. I think I've been pretty prophetic this entire time. But, uh, no, I just hope everyone has a good weekend. And, uh, 
I, I mean, all of us are here for a reason. I mean, we wouldn't be here watching this um, and listening to us ramble on if, if it didn't matter and it didn't hit close to home. So um, just get out, get out there and, 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 and worry about your local and state politics. And then, you know, at the end of 2023, we'll start worrying about 2024. Couldn't have said it better myself. hundred percent, man. Thank you for being the first guest on Full Send University. Thank I know you. This, this has been awesome. Technically been around for a minute now, but, yeah. you know, this has been fun. Um, we'll definitely have to have you back. I actually, and I think Morgan would, wouldn't have an issue with it. I'd like to get you and M back on at the same time at some point. I would love that. That'd be awesome. Because I think that would be a good show. Um, we've got a very special guest next week. Um, I'm going to keep it under wraps until we release the promo on Monday. He's vastly different. Um, Mom, his his... TikTok name is actually his name that you see on the screen, Texan underscore double zero. Um, what was I going to say? But he's a oh, I'm also, guest I'm also not FBI Barty for anyone that doesn't know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which I just found out the other day that was him. So like I was like, holy shit, that was you, dude? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, he's a guest that he's vastly different than who we normally have on here. I'm very excited to have him on the show. So I think it's going to be a nice <clears throat> surprise for everybody. And it's going to be fucking hilarious so make sure you guys tune in um other than that morgan do you have anything you want to say to everyone before we sign off no i don't love it's you guys be quiet it's gonna be quiet this whole time i got a headache man i've got i've been I trying know. i do <laughs> i know i know well i'm gonna let you guys go thanks for spending you know some time on your friday night with us text stick around after we end it um and we'll see y'all next week <laughs>